that energy is precious because then with, with that energy, that physical energy and vitality, we can better stay plugged into what we want. Even when life is frustrating, even when we feel sad and upset that we're in pain, even when the depression feels overwhelming. Hey friends, welcome to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I am your host, Stephanie Zamora, and today I want to talk about how energy is precious and energetics are everything. At first pass, it can sound like those are the same things, but in our context, they're very, very different. So first is our energy, our vitality, our life force. Do we have enough energy in our body, in our being to go out and do the things that we need to do? When our energy get drains, that can be from physical things, emotional things, mental things. But regardless of the source, physically, we don't have the energy to do the things that we need to do. We're tired. We're fatigued. We have anxiety. We might have depression. We might have grief or trauma really weighing us down. Our physical energy, our vibrancy, our vitality. Anyone who has ever lost energy to some degree or another at some point in their life knows that makes it really difficult for us to do the things that we need to do. It makes it even more difficult for us to hold a way of being that aligns us with what we want. When we physically don't feel good, it is really challenging for us to hold that next level consciousness, that next level way of being, to be that person, that version of self that has the things that we want, to align with them to be in resonance with what it is that we want to create, with who we want to be in relationship with, the opportunities that we want to have, the clients and projects that we want to have. When our energy is low, it makes our mood low. It messes with our emotional states. It makes it very easy for us to succumb to core wounding when our core wounds get triggered, as well as the stories that we tell about those core wounds because physically we're tired. We're drained, we're exhausted, we don't feel good in our physical bodies. It makes it very hard for us to have a solid foundation to engage with our emotional states. Anyone who has been around a child that has not had a nap knows what that does to them. They get whiny, they get fussy. It's much harder for them to handle stress and overwhelm or not getting what they want. Same is true for us as adults. If we're physically drained, it's very hard for us to manage the emotional aspects of moving towards our, our big impossible desires. It's very easy for us to revert to old ways of being, to old patterns, to old reactionary behaviors, because we don't feel good. We're tired. <laughs> so our physical energy is precious, meaning it is incredibly valuable. We should value it far more highly than we do. And it's very easy to feel frustrated by that statement because it might feel like I'm telling you that you're not taking good enough care of yourself. And to that, you might respond, well, Stephanie, I work two jobs, three jobs. I work 60-hour weeks, 80-hour weeks. I have a family. I have children. I have responsibilities. My days are so full that I'm physically exhausted. I don't have time to make myself a healthy breakfast. I only have time for the coffee in the morning. And I understand that there are circumstances that make tending to our energy incredibly difficult. And there are circumstances and situations that make maintaining our energy nearly impossible at times. I am not trying to invalidate that. 
That this is not me saying you need to take better care of yourself. I'm saying we have to value our energy as much as we possibly can. We have to hold it as a very high value because everything else that we want, everything else that we have to do requires our physical energy, our physical vitality and health. And that doesn't mean that you have to completely overhaul your entire lifestyle, your diet, your exercise routine. It's about valuing your energy. What is physically draining your energy right now? And what can be taken off your plate? If anything, it could be really small things that you might feel like aren't going to make that big a difference. But can you get them off your plate? Can you create space so that you have more time to sleep? Is there anyone around you that you can ask for help? Even other people who seem like they're way too stressed out themselves. Is there a way that you can help each other? If you have kids, could you have days or afternoons where you take each other's kids? And yes, that's more for each of you when you have the kids. But it gives the other one time to rest and reset and take care of themselves. This is very difficult when we don't have community, when we don't have family nearby, when we don't have relationships and friendships. But I guarantee you, you're not the only person who struggles with this. Other people do, and they are looking for, hoping for the same support that you are. And that will take more energy at first to find those solutions, to build those relationships, to handle the process of changing things up. But you have to value your energy highly. Because unless you get that time and space to really take care of yourself, to really nourish yourself, everything else in your life that is important, everything else that demands your energy is slowly going to be taxed, is slowly going to suffer because your energy, your vitality is suffering. And I understand that when you don't have a lot of money, when you're not in a good financial spot, it's really difficult to eat healthy because there are a lot of cheap options for food that you can just go out and buy for very little money. That's good for the budget, but not great for the body, not great for the vitality and the energy. What are little tweaks that you can make for your physical body to have a better chance of thriving? Small choices, small substitutes. Where can you invest less so that you can invest more in your vitality and your energy? Meaning, it may not seem like a lot of money, but can you cancel your Netflix or Hulu for a month, for two, for three? Can you put that towards something that will nourish you? That could be food. That could be supplements. That could be signing up for some kind of program or coaching something that's a low-cost offering, getting support, getting some blood work done so you know what's going on with you so then you can get online and do your own research, having information about your body and where you're at your hormones, where can you take away from something that you're using to soothe the discomfort of not having energy? And this is really, really difficult because it's going to feel like you're giving up more of the things that you think are helping you thrive to some degree. When we think about investing less, so divesting from whatever it may be for you, is that eating out? Is that TV subscriptions? Is that something else that you spend money on that you feel like gives you a little boost? But can you take that and can you put it somewhere else that really clearly communicates how much you value your energy? 
to take care of your physical self. To have that friend come over and you pay them that little bit of money for just a couple of hours, one afternoon a month, so that you have some time to nourish yourself, to be alone, to rest, to sleep. These little things will add up over time. And it's important to value our energy because without it, we can't do the things that we need to do. And it's this constantly perpetuating cycle of not having enough energy and that creating more emotional reactions to things or causing us to create situations or create more stressors for ourselves, or just not handle external stressors and things that are happening as well as we could because we don't feel good. We don't have the energy for it. We're tired. And that just makes it even more difficult. Every day gets more and more difficult. And we normalize that in this country. We normalize that in this world. Everyone's tired. People, some people wear it as a badge of honor. I'm so stressed. I'm so busy. I never sleep. What can you do, even if it seems so seemingly small and insignificant? What can you do to prioritize your energy, your physical energy, your vitality? What little things can you do? Even if it's just starting to take a multivitamin, even if it's just trying to drink a few more glasses of water every day, to sleep for 20 extra minutes. Where can you find those bits of rest and recovery and nourishment for yourself? And how can you build on that? And it's really, really difficult. I don't want to discount that at all. Especially if you have anxiety, especially if you have depression, especially if you have some kind of physical issue, whether that's disease, if that's chronic pain, if that's fatigue, if it's anxiety, If it's trauma, if you have something that's physical, that's stored in your body, or a perpetual state of being that comes up for you, like depression or anxiety, it's really difficult to even start to do the things that we need to do to physically feel better, to give ourselves a physical baseline to support all of this other work that we're doing. So on this show, we talk about the methodology for making the impossible inevitable. This is a methodology that we have to live. We have to be it. It has to be a part of our fundamental functioning every single day. Every moment of every day, we have to live it fully. It's hard to live it fully if you physically don't feel good. If you're tired, if you're drained, if you're in physical pain. This is energy. Our energy is precious, which means it's incredibly valuable. And when I ask you, how can you value it more highly? It's not commentary on, you're not doing a good enough job. You're not doing enough. You're not valuing it. There may be ways that you're already valuing it. How can you value it more highly? Notice any interpretations that come up when I ask you that question, which might trigger you and cause you to just brush me off and not look at ways that you could value it more. Even if it's small. Little things that you can do differently for yourself, for your body, for your energy. And starting to notice, if you can, where low physical energy, pain, depression, anxiety, whatever else might be going on energy-wise, notice if that 
causes more stories to come up when things are hard or difficult or go wrong or not the way that you want? Do you tell more stories? And if so, what are those stories? How do they then affect you emotionally, mentally? And how does that further draw from your already depleted energy? And this is not about beating ourselves up. It's not about making ourselves wrong. It's simply noticing, bringing awareness to, okay, I'm really tired. I'm physically in pain. I'm sick. I'm depressed. I'm anxious. My physical energy is being taxed in some way. And every time something happens, mm, I go right to that story about how the life sucks, the world is hard, everybody's out to get me, nothing ever works out in my favor, why do I bother? Interesting. And when I do that, it depletes me even more because I work myself up and I feel frustrated and stressed. It makes the depression worse, the anxiety louder. It brings up old traumas. Suddenly I'm spun out and I'm even more physically exhausted because I'm going into shutdown. Awareness. Don't make yourself wrong for this. Just notice it. Because in the noticing, it creates space. When those stories start to come up, instead of indulging in the story, spiraling in the story, we can stop and say, okay, I'm tired. I'm just really tired. I'm, I'm really anxious right now. I physically feel anxiety in my body. I'm in pain. And that's making everything just a lot more. And we see things for what they are versus indulging in the story and depleting ourselves further. Your physical energy is precious. How can you value it more? Which is not a statement or commentary or questioning of how much you're valuing it so far. How can you value it more? How can you take better care of yourself physically? Which is not to imply that you are not taking care of yourself. How can you level it up just a little bit more? Turn the volume up on your self-care, your nourishment, your self-care practices, your, your healthy living practices, what you consume, what you put in your body, what you work on physically. How can you turn the volume up just a little bit? Because the more physical energy you have, the better your energetics are, and the more able you are to live this process, this work that we talk about. It's really hard to even do things like process work, acupressure work, when we're tired, when we're sick, when we physically hurt, when we're anxious and depressed. So just notice, where is this work hard for you? Why is it hard? No judgment, no stories about why. No stories about yourself. Just notice. Where is it hard for you? Where do you need support? Because you're really deep in it. Deep in the depression or the anxiety or physically. Your adrenals have tanked. Your body is just maxed out. The stress has depleted you. Notice where you struggle. Notice any story you tell about it. Remember that you're not broken. You're just blocked. You just need support. There's just something going on that's making it more challenging. There's a circumstance that makes it more challenging. That's information for you to do things differently, to move differently, to work on beliefs, to rest more, to ask for help, get support. So just notice that. So that's energy. Energy is precious. Energetics are how we become magnetic. It's embodying the energy 
of the version of self who has what it is that we want and moving through the world as them. It's being in full, deep alignment with our truth and our purpose, who we're here to be, the work we're here to do, contributing in the way that only we can. When we're in full alignment, we are aligned with our truth and our purpose. We are able to be in resonance with it. We are a magnet to the things that we want. We are a clearing for what it is that we want to come through. That's energetics. It is, it's not woo-woo. It's not magical thinking. It's our energetics, how we carry ourselves, how we hold ourselves, how we move through the world, where we come from when we do things, when we say things, when we believe things. We've talked about energetics a lot on this show. Energetics are everything. Energetics is way of being work and way of being work is essential to creating what it is that we want, anything that we want, especially the things that feel impossible and out of reach. Energetics matter. We talk a lot about the energetics of being decided that something is happening. When I am decided that something is happening, I move through life differently. My energetics, the way that I hold myself, the way that I engage with life, the energy that everything comes from, not even the energy behind things, the energy that everything comes from is different than if I think maybe someday I might. That might be cool versus this is happening. The energetics in your body is different. And that is one of the easiest ways to think about it. Think about a time that you've been wishy-washy. What's something right now that you're like, "Mm, that might be okay someday, maybe. That could be cool. I could like that. Maybe one day I'll do that. Maybe one day I'll have that. Feel that in your body. Feel the way you hold yourself. Now think of something that you're decided on or something you've been decided on. Even as simple as I know I'm going there for lunch, I'm getting that sandwich. You move differently. You hold yourself differently. You move in expectation of what you want happening. I'm going there to the place that has that sandwich. I expect that it will be there. I expect that I can order it. Once I've ordered it, I expect that it's coming. Versus, hmm, that could be good for lunch. It's different energetics. Energetics is everything. We can't hold the energetics that we need to hold by living this process if our energy is not where it needs to be. That's really difficult. Because when we're tired, when we're in pain, when we have depression, anxiety, when it's hard to just physically do anything, to physically get out of bed, we can't hold the energetics of being decided and being an expectation that this big, seemingly impossible thing is going to happen. We just can't do that. And if we can, we can't hold it consistently. Energy is precious. Energetics are everything. They're two different things. They go hand in hand. Both are necessary, essential to creating what it is that we want. Energetics requires being in full alignment. We're always in alignment with something. Is it our truth, our purpose? Are we aligned with the things that we say that we want, that the people that we want to be in relationship with, the opportunities that we want to have? the life that we want to live. If our energetics aren't aligned, we're not moving towards it. 
We're not creating a clearing for it to move towards us. We're not shifting actively the odds in our favor. We're perpetually pushing it away. Because when we're not in alignment with it, we're in alignment with something else. Expectation, obligation, lower standards, what we believe we can achieve through our winning strategy. So we have to be in alignment. And being in alignment in such a way that aligns us with the things that we want that feel really far and out of reach, really big and impossible, requires this constant embodiment of that version of self who has what we want. If you're tired and you're crabby and that makes everything about life more frustrating, you're not holding that way of being. Not simply because you're feeling a lower vibration experience. That's not how this works. That's a manifestation myth that I can never be frustrated, that I can never feel scared, that I can never have bits of doubt. We can have those. That doesn't push what we want further away. It's when we are so drained that we live in that state of fear, of worry, of doubt, of frustration, of anger. We're not just feeling our emotions and letting them move through us while staying plugged into what we want. We're sucked into it. We're in the stories. We hate everything and everyone. We're frustrated. We want to quit. We want to give up. We just want to go back to bed. That energy is precious because then with, with that energy, that physical energy and vitality, we can better stay plugged into what we want. Even when life is frustrating, even when we feel sad and upset that we're in pain, even when the depression feels overwhelming, there have been many times in my life where depression has cropped up, has overtaken me, has become loud. I'm still able to stay plugged in if, if my physical energy is tended to, if I make it as precious and as valuable as it is. And that's what I do when I realize that I'm in a depression, which is a way my subconscious can get me to stop and is also a result of certain life experiences, life seasons. When I realize that I'm in a depression, I am then able to reorganize myself and my priorities around my physical energy. I sleep more. I make sure to move, but I move in such a way that it's not depleting. Yoga, walking, getting outside into nature. I do the things that I know replenish me, restore my vitality and my joy. I say no to anything that I can say no to that is not a yes. And when we're depressed, anxious, overwhelmed, most things feel like a no, but we have to tap in and say, is this really a no for me? Is this really draining? Or does it just feel like a no because I'm tired and I hate everything right now? This person actually brings me joy, actually recharges and replenishes me. I'm not going to say no to that. I am going to cancel these three other things that can be canceled. We take care of ourselves. We take care of our lives. We are considerate of others, but we do what we have to do. We reconfigure ourselves. We reorient. We shift our priorities to tend to our energy as best as we can. I make sure to eat certain foods that I know help my body, especially with adrenal fatigue. And adrenal fatigue can lead to depression. Depression can create adrenal fatigue. Grief can create adrenal fatigue. Trauma can certainly create adrenal fatigue. I drink more water. I sleep more. 
I cancel anything that's a no that I can move. I say no to things that are a no. I say yes to things that I know deep down fill me up. I nourish my physical self so that as my physical energy comes back up, I am able to plug in despite the depression, the anxiety, the frustration, plug into what it is that I want and who I need to be to have that. And then I stay plugged in. And when we're plugged into what it is that we want and who we need to be, the energetics piece, it's okay that depression is still there, that sometimes I'm anxious, that maybe I feel frustrated here or there because I'm plugged in and I'm still in alignment with it. I'm still holding the energetics. I'm still embodying that person, that version of self who has it. And I'm letting everything else move through me. The energy of it moves through and out of me. I'm not living in it, coming from it. They go hand in hand, energy and energetics. How can you value your energy more highly, your physical energy? What would that look like for you without creating a story about what it might mean about what you have or haven't done so far? How can you value it more highly for the precious resource that it is, the necessary resource that it is? Because when you value your energy more highly, you're then able to access the energetics necessary to align with what it is that you want. I will share some resources in the show notes, including my incredible health coach, Kara Sorensen. She has some great tips, resources, programs to help with the physical energetics, the physical nourishing, physical energy, sorry, physical nourishing of your body, as well as other tools to help with energetics and healing. I will also share some resources to things that we have that can help with that. The Actualize program is such an incredible place to start. It's going to help you come into deeper alignment with yourself. To embody the energetics necessary to live this process, you have to know who you are and what your purpose is, why you're here, what you're called to create, how you're called to contribute, the life that you're here to live. You have to know these things. Otherwise, what are you aligning with? Shoulds, expectations, ego desires? So Actualize is a great resource. We'll include a link to that in the show notes. And just check in with yourself. No judgment, no stories. How can I value my energy more highly? What could that look like? Where can I divest resources to invest them more deeply into my energy so that I can stay plugged in? I can be in the energetics of aligning with what it is that I want. That's what I have for you today. I will be back soon with another episode. Thank you so much for joining me today and being a part of our incredible community of purpose-driven individuals. If you are ready to put these teachings into practice in your own life, head on over to www.stephaniezamora.com slash podcast, where you'll get access to our collection of actionable and easy to implement workbooks. That includes our renowned methodology for making the impossible inevitable that's helped hundreds of individuals worldwide get into motion on their most important goals. Plus, our comprehensive guide to stopping self-sabotage and navigating the terror barrier with more grace and ease. We'd love your help in getting the message out and growing our community, so please take a moment to share this episode, subscribe to the podcast, and leave us a review on iTunes. I'll catch you in the next episode.